Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Good Humans podcast with me, Cooper Chapman chatting to the world's best about the inspiring stories that got them to where they are today. Hello, all of you good humans out there, and welcome to Good Humans Podcast guest episode number 54. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm sure you're going to love this episode. If you haven't checked out Good Humans Podcast before and it's your first time, a very warm welcome. Please go back and check out all of the other incredible guests we do have some massive, massive names, and I'm sure you'll be so inspired by their stories. If you're new, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, five stars if you enjoy the podcast, and yeah, tell all your friends about it. Today's episode is a really fun one for me. If you know me and you know this podcast, I'm all about trying to find performance gains from my sport to when I do my public speaking to when I record my podcasts, and any way I can find little one to five percenters in performance and yeah, just brain clarity. I love it. So today's guest is Angus Brown. He's the founder of a brain performance and maintenance scientifically developed um, drink that, yeah, I was fascinated about when I learned about the product. I've been using it for a while. I absolutely love it. And Angus has such a great story. It was really cool to understand the origin and the why behind creating this drink, knowing that it was to hopefully help improve people's brains and not cutting any corners with the development of the product. They spent millions of dollars on clinical studies and yeah, they've come up with a product that you're going to be blown away by. And yeah, Angus's story and how he got there is really special. So let's jump straight into it. Welcome to Good Humans Podcast, Angus Brown. How you going, mate? Nice to, nice to chat, Cooper. Um, how are you? I'm great. I'm doing very well. I'm excited to get to know your story a bit better learn more about a reaper, which I'm sure everyone who's clicked to listen to this podcast is very interested about and yeah, just get to know the man behind it. So the first question I kick off the podcast with is what's one thing you're grateful for at the moment? Ooh, uh, oh, easy. My son, he just turned one uh, in the weekend and uh, we've got him as like a little trike and he, you know, rode it for the first time and he actually walked for the first time like the day before his birthday. So I was, um, and I caught it on film. Um, you know, I was getting hate from the missus that I was, I was doing bugger all, you know, photography and more like videos, capturing videos of our, um, of our son. And I, I nailed it with um, getting his first steps on film. So that's probably what I'm grateful for right now. Oh, I love that. It's such a great one to be grateful for. How special is that first year watching your child graph? I've got a few friends who have got young kids at the moment. It's like you go see them every month or so and they just like evolve so much. Oh uh, yeah. They're like many fast growing Pokemon. Eh? It's um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to watch. And it does, it, it, you know, my friends who are ahead of us and and these journeys were um, saying it gets better because it was pretty tough for us initially just, you know, just wasn't sleeping and um, whatnot, but uh, it definitely does get better. And yeah, they, they, they turn into cool little humans. Yeah, I'm excited for the journey for you. But today's episode is all about you and your journey. So I want to get to know you a bit better, the 
journey that you've been on to lead you to the path you're on today right now with what you're doing with the Reaper. But first, we're going to rewind back a little bit. Where were you born? Where'd you grow up? What was your family like life, family life like in your sort of formative child years? Yeah, cool. So um, I was born uh, in the centre of the North Island, which is Palmerston North, uh, not the most highly rated uh, town of New Zealand, but um, it was pretty good to me uh, growing up. And um, and my uh, both my parents were high school teachers, and at that point, my dad was head ma- uh, was uh, college hostel master of um, of the Palmy Boys um, hostel, and then we moved down to Timaru, which is in the South Island, kind of equally as um, not a classy um, uh, town, but still got, it's got it's had some good values. And, um, but it was a lot, a lot colder. So, um, uh, you know, kind of we're suddenly thrown into like every Sunday, like fortunate enough to like, you know, in the winter ski, you know, like an hour, 40, 45 minutes away from like Mount Hutt, which is like a great mountain. So I did that for, for two years and then ended up finishing up in, um, uh, in uh, Hawke's Bay, um, where Dad had got the role as headmaster of Native Boys, um, it's like a big public school, and um, so I grew up with like at the at, at Native Boys High with my dad as the headmaster of the high school that I went to, so that was pretty buzzy. And um, and then my mum was the like the dean and the teacher there as well, and she like taught half my mates and coached like the. Um, the A tennis team and um, dad was like a massive rugby fan and um, and then yeah so that had its like unique experiences but I kind of had a few mates that knew my dad as like um, Angus's dad before he became you know Mr Brown and so that helps to um, kind of broach the initial stages of high school where you know when you go into third form you kind of start at you know, square one and you're, you're the little you know grommy again and you know, you've got the graph graphed up but um, it was pretty good. I, I consider myself to have a, like a really, you know, fortunate um, upbringing where I was had like supportive parents who pushed us into, you know, anything we wanted to get into. And so I kind of, um, I, I, I was like a really competitive hockey player and cricket player and played hockey over in Europe um, and, you know, kind of a great high school cricket. And then but they also equally forced me to get into like, you know, drama and, you know, the sciences and stuff. So um yeah and then went down to uh canterbury uni but probably the, the biggest thing that in terms of the story um that happened was i lost a i lost a friend to mental health in uh, high school my last year and so and like you know found him hanging um which was pretty crazy and then you know having to deal with like you know seeing his parents there and this was at this was at his own birthday party like on his 17th birthday um decided to go off and do that and we knew that he had kind of you know um Attempted or tried to, you know, the previous year, but we thought he was kind of on the bend, on the on the mend, and um, yeah, so that happened, and and I think I um, I kind of absorbed it without it affecting me emotionally or scarring me, which was weird because like, and I, a lot of friends were, you know, it took a while to process, but I kind of was just like, yeah, that happened, that sucked, and that was gnarly, but like, you know, I think I'm okay, and. Um, and then uh, went through university, um, started off studying civil engineering down at Canterbury and playing um, hockey down there. And, um, uh, and then my um, best mate and I, um, uh, we, um, we both went down to do um, civil engineering, but we both got into um, uh, DJing and we became like, 
um, and like within two years, like um, top kind of five electro party DJs in the country. And so trying to do a university career and then like, you know, party professionally, you know, twice to three times a month, you know, it's a really interesting world. And so, um, at, you know, and then so having that in there, you obviously partying a lot more and so you're stretching yourself a lot more you know mentally with lack of sleep and the exposure to you know alcohol and drugs and and so that exposed me to um re the realization within myself and within my friends that you know if you you are what you eat and if you if you put in you know alcohol and bad foods and you know stay up late and you know enjoy yourself too much and, and not practice mindfulness or eat right or catching up sleep, you, you do you can start to break down like physically and mentally. So that awareness started to kind of come into me um, as I was leaving high school and uh, leaving university. And then I, I finished up with a finance and accounting degree because engineering was just way too intense. And I was trying to be both a professional hockey player and like a professional musician. I remember telling my parents, like, I want to be a you know professional DJ when I leave university. And I could I literally hear their eyes roll over the phone. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so... Um, so my first job um, after uni, I like I, I finished up with a finance degree, but I didn't want to work in the banks. Um, and but because of DJing, I liked the idea of creating a brand. And so I thought, hey, advertising would be cool. And then started to like tease out like an advertising job, but I kind of realised that it just it wasn't quite for me. And it was a bit of a rat race. And then um, my uncle was like a quite a um, successful lawyer. I like, thought about FMCG companies because his kids were a lot older and they were already in the workforce. And I was like, what's FMCG? And it was like fast moving consumer goods. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that seems like an um, interesting world because it's both brands and commerce. And that, I kind of mm. like that. So first job was working for V, the energy drink company. And I thought, yeah, Frucor, which is the parent company. I was like, this is cool. They do like MyZone and um, V and... Um, all these like iconic New Zealand brands and they, you know, obviously everyone in Australia knows what V is and, and they like, and they, they are the Pepsi, so like, you know, Gatorade and, and whatnot. Um, so awesome, a beverage company, cool. But within the first year of working there, I realized that I was selling essentially caffeine and sugar to the masses doing and like seeing friends, you know, also go for job interviews and, and, and have like kind of almost mental breakdowns for various reasons in life. And because we were young and dumb and stretching ourselves. Um, and then over that period of time, also, I lost two grandparents to brain related illnesses. And it kind of dawned on me all at once, kind of had a bit of a dark night of the soul where I was like, um, and, I, and probably the other thing that was affected is I sold a whole bunch of V into the supermarket. And then I remember seeing this like, 10-year-old girl walk out with the big 710 mil canvas stuff. And I was like, what? What am I doing? Like, no benefit and, um, to the world right now. And, uh, and thought, you know, it wouldn't be cool to develop a, like a, a brain drink that was like, you know, could help you focus, which is the reason why you buy energy drinks, you know, and stay sharp, but also keep you calm because people were like, stress was really prominent and there was nothing out there to actually naturally help your stress. People were turning to alcohol, but that made you drowsy or like sedatives, but they make you drowsy. And so I thought it'd be cool to have like a brain drink that was natural, good for you, could improve your focus and keep you calm and then be also healthy for your brain in the long term. Because I had like, I was like, what happens if I gave this to my current family and, you know, and stopped them from having what my grandparents had, you know, and these kind of like things that you know, took their lives away. Um, 
And, and so that's kind of the, the idea where it came from. And it was in about 2012. At that point in time, I knew my co-founder, Zach, for about a couple of years at university. He was a super talented industrial designer. And, um, and then I started to tinker with him. I was like, hey, I work for this drink over now. It kind of sucks, but I want to do this like brain health drink. Are you interested in like designing a bottle for me? And, um, and then he's like, yep. And then the breakthrough that kind of happened for me was I got a role working for the New Zealand government and food technology, which is kind of what like CSIRO is for um, Australia. And I was, I got like for six years, I was kind of um, catapulted onto the forefront of what food technology is, not only in New Zealand, but around the world. So um, I kind of went like back down and went into stealth mode and just started to like, I was getting like huge amount of exposure and learning really, really quickly on what kind of, you know, meeting with university researchers and technology suppliers and like traveling to San Fran. And like, I spoke at Stanford University twice on what food tech is out in New Zealand and took all the um, large main multi iwi owned businesses out in New Zealand and took them to San Fran and we, we showed them what adding value to raw materials looks like, you know, smart technology value. Because New Zealand's known for food exports, but we, we export like commodities, like tons and tons of dairy milk powder and tons and tons of commodity meat. Whereas we should be adding like, you know, science and technology to, you know, natural botanicals that are sustainable for the world and, and that are high value and, you know, gain more back to the land versus giving the value to the, you know, the export partners of the export countries. And so learned a lot. And then kind of we met this world-renowned neuroscientist, Professor Andrew Scully. Um, and that was when we kind of really started to form this idea of doing Artifad's brain drink. He kind of helped us develop um, like the perfect drink in our minds. And, and then, um, yeah, the rest is history. Um, so I'll stop there and, yeah. Um, well, you pretty much answered every question I had for you in one go. No, not really. But, man, it, it sounds like such a crazy journey that you've been on. Thanks for sharing um, the part about your friend who took his life in high school because I think that sets up a pretty good precursor for, obviously, your story that you went on and exposure to what mental health can do at a young age, mm. I think, is yeah, definitely a and it's so common in young people. It's so hard to deal with. It sounds like obviously you were quite, um, maybe not equipped to deal with it, but it sounds like you dealt with it quite well. And we do all deal with grieving in such different ways. And I actually feel quite similar. I don't know if it's because of the work I do now when I've had people close to me pass away in the past few years, especially since doing the work I do, I've been able to deal with it a bit better. I don't know if it's because I have a pretty good grasp on kind of life I feel as a whole, and my kind of view on what life is. So when somebody passes away, like obviously it sucks, but it's just a part of life. Like people are going to pass away throughout our life all the time. It's just about how can we best spend our time on this planet? And that's why it's so cool learning a bit more about a reaper and what you're doing because learning about your grandparents and the understanding that the why behind a reaper is so strong I think is such an important part of the story. It's not like, oh, you know what, let's just make a drink that's really cool and make heaps of money out of it. There's so much depth to a Reaper as a whole, which I think is special. I want to go back to your story just a little bit because we will go into a Reaper a bit more very shortly. What were your goals leaving high school? Obviously, you had this goal mm. of creating of professional sport and then obviously you had this goal of... Um, well, I, yeah, I wasn't a DJ at high school. So as soon as I left high school, it was like, um, okay, I want to, you know, I want to do something that I'll think I'll enjoy because you don't know what you want to do when you leave high school. 
Mm. And it was like, okay, what's everyone else doing? What's the cool thing to do? What do you make money with? Like, what am I good at? And it was kind of like maths and physics and like, you know, so I thought civil engineering and like my dad would have been, was like, fuck yeah, it's civil engineering. Like my son's <laughs> going to be a civil engineer. And so I went down and then, and I was like a, I was like a classic kind of, you know, boy at high school where, you know, I didn't study until, you know, two nights before the exam and I kind of like pissed around a bit to be fair. Um, and so it was a steep learning curve for me for civil engineering when I got down to Canterbury University because finally for the first time I was free because like I'd been living a life where my father was the, you know, the ruler of the roost for my, for half of my social world as the headmaster of mm. the high school I went to and um they were a good relationship but it, like things were good and it was fine I still was really lucky but going to university I was finally free from mm. um like you know judgment and so I just had fun and I was finally allowed to go to the parties I wanted to and you know, do you know and have just really have fun and so to do and then and then at that point in time as soon as I started university we started to DJ and then that just started to escalate way beyond what we had thought like it would get to and we were getting paid like two thousand dollars a gig for 20 year olds 19 year olds to like you know play stuff that you love music that you love to play and so that was a real tempting world and then i was also trying to um keep up and stay fit and you know play like you know you know a grade level hockey for my province and then and then play over in europe against all the clubs and um so i just i was like i can't manage both i'm having too much fun with life and i you know engineering requires me to live with other engineers i was living with um you know gisborne marketing surfer students and um mm -hmm. and so their lifestyles were different to what mine needed to be and so i thought okay let's change the degree and let's do something that's still of like you know of value and you know the world um and so it's like, okay well i think i'm good at maths and i still want to be rich like any young 19 year old so i'll do mm. accounting and finance but don't ask me to do any accounting finance right now because i've essentially forgotten that skills after i got the, the degree yeah i think it's so fascinating your story and this idea of balance and the freedom that came once you left but you still had this idea that, you know what, I want to be successful. I want to still have balance in my life from DJing to becoming successful in, yeah, academic. But then something that I love that you said in there was the idea of being a service to the world and adding value to the world. And I think it's like you've married it all together so nicely. Obviously, it took a bit of time and kind of going through different avenues and different businesses and different careers, but you've landed on something that, assist everybody else with their balance in their life having a product that is improving people's cognition improving so much in our brain and helping people create such a more balanced life it's so cool like just seeing it seems like your journey has kind of led you to where you are today and marrying together your passion for um, the science side of things, marrying together your passion for entrepreneurship and then also marrying your, together your passion for improving the world. And that's where we've landed with the Reaper. So mm -hmm. let's chat a bit more about a Reaper. Where'd the name come from? So the name um, Arepa is Te Māori for alpha, as in the, the alpha brainwave that relates to the state of flow that psychologists deem as essentially kind of what the zone is and so we've been doing for the past five years um human clinical um studies on 
on scanning all these brains, trying to show that our beverage can actually induce this alpha wave activity and induce this kind of flow state. And we, as of like uh, probably the start of this year, we've actually discovered something and we're just going through the process of, um, of publishing it. But also in um, Te Reo Māori, um, Arepa is, you know, like um, uh, alpha and omega in like the biblical sense, Arepa and Omeka is kind of um, the transliteration of that world. But to um, uh, to to Māori, um, Arepa also means like the first. And so we consider ourselves to be the, the first of its kind, like in terms of the space that we're in, which is a, which is essentially like a brain health drink. Everyone's like, oh, you're an energy drink. We're like, no, we're dictating the caffeine. Um, and and you know you're a you know you know you're a focus drink. Like, well, actually, we're kind of almost more healthy for your brain than we are for like you know improving focus, but same time kind of doing. So, so we're we're very unique in terms of what the benefits are and 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 the kind of super um, committed deep clinical research sites that are putting that underpins mm. the integrity of the products. Um, and then we wanted to, and it's like a it's a trickier name. And when we first kind of coined at that we found that in south america arepa is a venezuelan flatbread so half the world thinks arepa is this flatbread <laughs> but we are we're different where we've got a, a, a macron above our a which separates us and that kind of turns it into a r so it's a arepa and um and we also we wanted to take this thing globally and we wanted to represent the indigeneity of New Zealand and, and mm. Zach um, is, is part Māori, he's, he's from Ngāpui which is nearly up north and so we thought that this was like a, a, a kind of a, a really cool blend because it's a transliteration word of you know the kind of um, western world and Māori traditional um, knowledge and kind of blending it to this, this branding um, proposition that we want to represent this drink. Yeah I think it's incredible adding that um obviously Māori and Kiwi culture to your brand is such a cool thing. I think it's a great name. And I think the branding, I literally just finished drinking my one here. Oh, nice. Obviously everyone out there listening probably can't see it. I just held it up to the camera. You know I mean? <laughs> just like a clear, a, clear, a clear looking bottle. Yeah. It's a clear glass bottle, but far out. It's, um, it's delicious. Right and it's so, room. <laughs> yeah, right now live from my room, but now let's talk about the journey of the business because being a young entrepreneur myself, it really excites me learning the journey, the setbacks, the struggles you've gone through. Cause I'm sure there's been plenty of ups and downs to get to where you are today. Oh, cause then I, yeah. yeah. Cause then I want to talk to you about what's in it. And then also the clinical trials. And I want to talk to you about lots of stuff, but let's, um let's go to the start. What were, what was the process beginning formulating the product first, getting it onto market? I'm sure there was quite a bit, going and so 2012 it started 10 years ago yeah man seems like, like, like zach and i you know we're just like holy shit it's been like that long um yeah, but blink, hey. which, yeah well no like yeah yeah we, we did a little bit for sure um first five years like i was still working full-time for um zealand government food tech and then zach was working full-time for this russian billionaire um who's basically the musk of the uk who's created the fastest growing startup listed on the UK stock exchange called Arrival and they're doing like electric vehicles for the logistics industry. 
Oh. Zach, was, Zach was working on this like secret project of this drone that could pick up a shipping container. Huh. It's like a massive drone. Um, and so in the evenings he was doing that and the evenings and weekends I was kind of on the product development and research side um, here in New Zealand. And so Zach leads that coming from like a design principle approach and, and technology, technology first and I'm like science first and he's design, mm. design brain. And so... We've really been really lucky. We've never needed to use an advertising or creative agency up until um, last month when we finally worked with one to do a brand refresh. And, um, and yeah, so, uh, like, when we first started out, um, I was, like, kind of learning all the stuff on kind of the coalface of food tech and then came across this, this, um, this professor, this neuroscientist out of Australia who was literally ranked, like, as one of the world's top scientists. He's ranked fourth in the world in terms of, like, research published, researched, cited um, for the space of kind of brain health and nutrition or cognitive performance and, you know, extracts and nutrition. And I just, I literally just pestered him for like three months. I was like, hey, Andrew, this is Scolding. My name's Angus. I'm out of New Zealand and I want to do this brain drawing. Like, could, could you help with us? And finally got a bite and then got on my phone. And then, because um, he was working with, he's like a, you know, a gun for hire for like sort of Nestle, Pfizer, Bayer, GlaxoSmithKline, mm. you know, Unilever, A2 Milk. Like he's done all the big, like, you know, kind of this is good for your brain or he's done yeah, like ketamine yeah. work, ketamine and MDMA work as well. Um, and like 250 papers peer-reviewed published. It's like it's a huge amount. And so anyway, I managed to convince him to work with these like two um, young bucks um, doing this kind of brain drink startup. And it costed us, I think it was like 50K, maybe 60K cash to develop this formula. And this was when we were like 25 and, you know, no money and even younger. And um, uh, no, it's been, yeah, 24. It's been 10 years and 24 now. Um, 24 and like my parents teachers. And so, um, and so, and, and the DJing, like, money came in, and then the money went out straight away. Like, we think, I think back to my other friend, like, oh, we could have bought a tenant deposit on a house if we saved properly, but you paid this water cash, and then you're just like, taxis and Maccas and rounds are on me. And it's easy, kind of easy going. Um, and so, uh, with Zach's um, dad, we put in the seed capital, the angel investment for us to, he believed in us, but yeah, boys, go off and get this, um, uh, get this like formula and so we spend like a week between us like scheming on what is the best formulation like what's the brief that you give this working on neuroscientist what kind of drink like do you want to make and so we're like okay it needs to be like 100% natural and we want it to be caffeine free and we want it to be like plant-based so it's sustainable we want it to be good for you as in like improve your health improve your immune system um, and then it needs to improve mental performance uh, reduce stress and be healthy for your brain in the long term. And then we said, on top of all of that, can we please use at least one New Zealand ingredient so that we had something that we could vertically integrate with from the farm supply chain side and kind of, um, you know, kind of showcase to the world, but also we had that scale. And, mm. and he did one step better, he did two. So um, he, he, he gave us uh, New Zealand neuroberries um which is like a it's a variety of black currants that um so black currants have got more vitamin c than kiwi fruit and more color which is the antioxidant in um, blueberries or acai berry 
it's got like real nerve, but no one really knows of this except for Ribena, which essentially bastardizes it because it's just sugar and a tiny bit of concentrate. Um, but these berries are like, and you never eat them fresh because they don't ha- they don't harvest very well. They're like a juicing berry, or before you just freeze them straight away. And um, these berries are like proven to increase mental performance under physical fatigue, increase improve mental acuity, and they can like help delay the onset of neurological decline through this like kind of reversal of this enzyme in your brain that chews up serotonin and dopamine. Um, there's basically like anti-dementia, anti-depression properties to it that we're currently investigating. And then, and so we met with, um, uh, at that point in time, Ribena. Um, can you remember Ribena had this big like crash because it's fallout because this like high school student in New Zealand um, as their like um, science experiment, they are testing the vitamin C and Ribena. The Ribena were currently marketing themselves as a high in vitamin C um, drink had like next no vitamin C in it. And, no way. Like, so some high school student like, ruined Ribena. Ruined Ribena and sales just plummeted. And um and so but at that point in time Ribena um pulled out of buying really, really high quality New Zealand black currants and they were using it they were buying um uh, Polish black currants. So this, this whole big kind of industry that was supplying Ribena. Um, didn't have a customer and like it went from 22 black current growers in New Zealand to like eight. And and I can't, we approached them <coughs> when we first had the idea like, hey, you know, um, on Exodus and Zach, and we want to do a brain drink and kind of, you know, help, um, you know, take some black current to the world. And so we managed to convince the largest grower um, in the country of these narrow berries um, to invest in us. And with that money, we then committed to our first clinical study um and so now we've got like kind of you know we're the largest buyer of black currants in the country and we've got enough ability to scale globally and still source um european black currants across new zealand um and then the other key ingredient is this new zealand pine bark extract and um it's used as a natural alternative to like ritalin for adhd children and used in high doses for um, concussion recovery and this nutraceutical company in kind of the center of the north island of new zealand um developed like the patents of technology and, and they invested in us as well and so and there's enough it's like it just so happens that the bark of the Pinus radiata tree, which is essentially the pine industry of New Zealand, which is essentially like the, the wood timber, um, you know, industry, which is massive in construction. The byproduct, which is the bark, happens to have the same like polyphenols that are found in like coffee or chocolate or green tea, more so like chocolate and green tea. And um, and so this super smart company developed this technology technology that uses water only to like you know extract out these um really rich antioxidants and freeze dry them and um it's a genius business model taking the like waste they would otherwise the be waste found, products you know bark at like your local school playground um into this high value nutraceutical product that's proven to um it, they did a study at penn state university where they showed they could reduce mental fatigue and um people who had, had um traumatic brain injury mainly from like nfl uh-huh. and um and, and they had like hundreds of case studies of like kids as young as four um take it instead of the their recommended medication which was giving them side effects and all these like super positive um 
studies of like kids becoming more calm and more focused. And so we're like, wow, it's a really interesting ingredient. But um, it interfered as just a really common, you know, um, calming uh, extract called L-theanine, which is found in green tea and it reduces anxiety without making you drowsy and it counters the negative effects of coffee, which is kind of jitters and helps with sleep, but it's yeah, non-drowsy. Um, so those are the three ingredients that he gave us, which we've managed to patent and um, from our results of our clinical study. But the, um, the pine bark, then when he first gave it to us, like the first hurdle that we had overcome was that uh, the formulation that he gave us from the actives and science credibility perspective, putting that all in the water, it tasted like shit. It was like tasting, <laughs> it was like drinking pine juice, blackcurrant flavored pine juice. It was like, <laughs> so we were like, oh my God. So we spent like a whole year. And luckily at this point in time, um, we knew a really good like flavored technologist and they developed um, through the extracts of like some fruits and vegetables, we developed a natural flavor um, that actually masks the bitterness and astringency of the pine bark. Mm-hmm. And but it's just a natural flavor. You can just you can just call it like orange flavor or strawberry flavor. And it's just the extract of the volatiles that are found in fruits and vegetables. And so um that's like where our first bit of food technology came in. And then um yeah, man. And then, like, since then, like, massive challenges, like, raising money from proper investors, convincing them that brain drink's a good idea. Um, we, uh, our first clinical study failed because we, we didn't use black currant. We tried to make a, a cheap version with just pine bark and L-theanine. And um, at not at the right level, and our, like, the scientist wasn't focusing on the area that he should have. So we, like, we basically burnt $80,000 off the bat. Um, because the like it was a poor design trial, um, and then what are some other like I guess things that have gone wrong? Before I talk about things that have gone right. Um, about competitors. Uh, yeah, well, obviously, like obviously you don't have any direct competitors, but I just look at people. Obviously, yeah. the energy drinks, and then like Shine, Shine. I'm actually good friends with the guys at Shine. Yeah, Steve, Steve Chapman, and I um, keep in touch. He's a really nice guy, and. Um, uh, like so Shine was the closest thing we launched at the summertime and so we definitely consider you know like but yeah, um, yeah. Shine are a, a very very different proposition where it's um it's nootropics and caffeine and it's like a focused drink and yeah. it's um you know, better for you energy and uh, whereas we we focus on like um, brain health and mm. and kind of like deep human human clinical neuroscience and um and also like a bit of performance like natural performance but, but the performance is really only there when you're under special types of stress or fatigue. And so that's where we have like customers like Olympic athletes or the All Blacks or um, who take us for like a performance perspective because mm-hmm. Blackcurrant's got Blackcurrant's got heaps of evidence. There was this meta-analysis, which is a study of published studies showing that it helps to improve performance better than caffeine in, the, in an athletic perspective. And it's wow. got some really interesting benefits in terms of muscle recovery if you take it as a pre-game or pre-performance um, product it helps to reduce DOMS, you know, like the, the soreness, muscle soreness from like if you go to the gym for the first time in a long time, then you're like really sore two days later. Yeah, it, like significantly, significantly reduces that. And it's so, re- and because of black currant and being rich in vitamin C, it's also, um, yeah, like really good for um, the immune system. We've actually got a $600,000 um, immunity trial happening now, um, going up against the influenza virus, um, which is going to be interesting. 
Um, how important has it been? This is just a question that will kind of lean off the back of that. How important has it been for you to have the science backing for your business? Obviously, other brands wouldn't spend as much on the science, more so funnel it into marketing and maybe grow at a quicker pace. How important has it been for you as a brand, but more so as a person, to make sure that there is the science backing it for one? And like I said, the growth might not be at the same pace because you're obviously investing hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars into clinical trials, into getting your product right to make sure it does actually have benefit for the brain. How important has it been really basing your business around the why and making it a science drink? Because the growth might not be as quick, but it's obviously making a product that's got benefit to the world. Yeah, the growth wasn't like, but the science was paramount for us because we wanted to stand, we wanted it to stand on its own two feet and like and hold up to any scientific scrutiny. And um, and so, like, yeah, like as exactly as you said, it could have gone into billboards and branding and marketing, and we would have grown a lot faster. But we may not have actually because our formulation and the knowledge that we've had on our formula and how it works and, and people has grown so much over the, the period of time because of the research that we've been applying to it. And, yeah, that's been, like, the thing that differentiates us and gets us on shelf. But um, the science also um, is there because we need products to work and people, like, kombucha, like, I love it, but it's like the functionality for like really improving your gut health is only really there for people who make like small batch, properly brewed, unpasteurized and consume it every day for 30 days. And like, you know, it's the, the gut health benefits and all that. So people, have, it's been massive because it's been a healthier, better beer version of soda, which is great. And so, like, but um, there's actually no like published research to show that the conventional you buy on the shelf these days does anything to you. I've and that. then, and then to try and, um, uh, but like, yeah, there is some, there are some really good like, high quality kombucha manufacturers in New Zealand, like Batchwell or Daily Organics, who actually have like high levels of, um, probiotics at like efficacious amounts but yeah anyway um and so whereas and the reason why um, energy drinks were so successful is because of the caffeine and so people could feel the caffeine get that kind of hit and so we we from the from day dot we're like let's try and create something that gives you a felt effect but doesn't contain caffeine and it's good for you and good for your brain and and so that was like a mission but what we found now is that whenever um, so, like one in six people on this planet, it's, we almost think it's like one in five now because the report was in 2007. If you think in 2022, what, a, what levels of like, like worldwide with COVID, it's like they'd say one in six, one in five worldwide have a neurological concern. And so, whenever, so these people are like you and I, but they might have like, you know, for whatever reason, something not quite right with their brain going on and it's a very high pain point and they, they're looking for now, these days, nutrition solutions to help them on their journey because pharmaceuticals have like um, essentially failed to deliver because there's always different side effects. Some are very necessary and are required, but on the whole, on the average, it's like you get side effects and and we wanted something to be safe and like kids can consume because, you know, there's been like evidence of, you know, kids consuming you know, liters of energy drinks and dying from heart attacks. A kid died in like Mexico like last month, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's where we um, 
kind of spend a lot of time and 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 what our science is helping us do is deliver an efficacious product that actually whenever one of these six um, consume us, we really impact them and they go, holy shit, this works. And, and that's been our growth is this kind of slow but steady organic growth. Like we've grown from a really small base, but we've, we've grown 25% every quarter in the last 10 quarters. Wow. And um, so it's like now it's starting to get to, you know, real terms. And, and now we're, yeah, we're the, um, we're, we're like by IRI data, we're the highest value selling SKUs in, in the chilled beverage category, our two drinks in New Zealand currently, where the, we're the highest value SKUs um, sold on shelf and we're one of the fastest selling health drinks in the entire category. And so that's been like a really awesome, like, okay, like it does it because we didn't have money to, to we, we got, we, we spent four and a half million in clinical research across eight clinical studies across leading universities in New Zealand and Australia. So we had no budget to spend on like marketing until like just now, essentially. Um, and yeah, we've had to just trust that people will feel it, they'll buy it again, and then they'll tell their friends and those who need it most. And then the other market, demographic that have discovered us are like people who need it before a key moment like university mm. student before an exam or um you know someone about to do some public speaking or yeah like sports people using it to like with that performance edge and we've now had like heaps of really interesting customers come to us and we've had to go through like world anti-doping certifications that we can supply to the elite performers um so that they can take us before you know like world championship um mm. events no, it's super interesting. I think this idea of performance compared to maintenance is so important. And like you just touched on, there's so many benefits for the short term. Do you want to talk about maybe the range and this idea of performance compared to maintenance? Because I know Arepa has a few different products. I've been using, um, well, I've been drinking the the drink, um, which is, I guess, your main product for a little is bit now. The, 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 strong, the strong performance one or the it's light? It's a strong it's a strong performance one. I found the light and sparkling. Yeah. The sparkly flavor is just a little bit, a little bit weird for me. But I, the normal one without the sparkly is amazing. I love yeah, it. Nice. But I've actually got a bunch of product coming soon, which I'm excited for. Um, but yeah, let's talk about this idea of performance compared to maintenance because it's not just a product that is like, let's say, comparing it to an energy drink that's just going to give you this spike for this quick performance, mm. which you do have performance shots and also. Um, the performance drink, your capsules, your powder, and it kind of moves along this spectrum from performance to maintenance. How proud are you for one? But do you want to explain to us the different products um, that not only are for, 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 uh, for performance but also for maintenance as well? Yeah, so we kind of um, – the range has developed from from like us listening to our customers. And so we, we take a lot of like – we really spent a lot of time listening to our customers and um, and we also looked at, we're like, okay, so now we've developed this formula that contains these three ingredients and we're now getting really good at procuring these three ingredients from like the farm gate and, and like our, our supply partners. And, and what the, the first round of feedback we got was like, hey, this strong drink of yours is great and it works, but, you know, I can't afford to give it to my ADD 10-year-old um, every day because, you know, $7 beverage is too expensive. And so we thought, oh, shit, like, 
okay, how can we help these these people? Um, what's the most cost effective, um, you know, product that we can do for them? Um, and so that's where came our our smoothie powder, which um, you know is like a lot. It's like a dollar to two dollars a serve, and and they can add it to their on top of their wheat bix or in their smoothies or. Um, and so we developed this yeah, freeze-dried smoothie powder and then as we just kind of put that online and it started to you know, like churn it over and we're like, oh, wow, so that's that's working and it's like a, it's a top seller at, at events. And a lot of people who have kind of ongoing, you know, um, cognitive needs, they are they're taking this type of product as well as the drink occasionally for just convenience. Um, uh, and then we thought, well, okay, and then we're getting again like more so baby boomers were just like we want capsules i need i need these can you put this in a capsule format so we release capsules pretty much at the same time so now we've got compared to a similar beverage two formats that have a lot um a lot more cost effective per serve because one okay. drink is one serve and um but the drink is very bioactive and it's very convenient and that's literally yeah. how much it costs us to make essentially so um <laughs> And we actually had the worst harvest of black currants in 40 years, and we've had um, uh, supply, so chain like our, the, the supply chain issues, like the cost of our highest uh, contributor to our cogs, our cost of goods has like doubled in price. But we're we're wearing it, so we're going yeah, to yeah. like a, um, a pinch here. Um, so yeah, and then and then we and we're also seeing consumers who are buying our strong um, performance drink and then adding it to sparkling water because mm. like there was a massive low sugar, low calorie butcher crowd that we were I guess like having and then and so they were buying and so there was a massive insight. So we were like, okay, so we did a lighter sparkling version at a slightly cheaper price point, and um, and that's yeah, that's the second. Um, it's outselling the performance and skews, but it's second in terms of like dollars. Um, but it's this, yeah, it's, yeah, so it goes really, really well. And it's a like really nice hydration drink and thirsty that's got the right level of um, ingredients to reduce kind of anxiety without making you drowsy and calm the focus. Um, and then in terms of the, um, and then we developed the shot because people wanted that strong performance one and less liquid. And we've got like kind of um, super elite people that can't have that much liquid. And then, um, and that's been a, a like that started to really take off in like petrol stations of all places. And when we first launched, we're like, you know, we're only going to sell it at like, you know, Harris Farms equivalent in New Zealand or, you know, and then just in health food stores. But for us to make a, like a, a, an impact nationally and, you know, across Australia and worldwide, we need to be in convenient locations where everyone travels daily and that is petrol stations. And so, um, so we're now like one of the top small suppliers for BP, which is um, super wow. interesting. And, and we're now, you know, people buying us instead of a, an energy drink or, a, you know, fizzy drink. And so that's really cool. We know we're injecting essentially improved immunity and improved brain health into the world. Um, yeah. It's exciting. And then in terms of like the, like I guess you mentioned like Proud and um, the, some of the testimonies that we're getting and the customer feedback is honestly like really heartwarming and, we get people saying like, my husband had a stroke two years ago, and he's literally like back to his old self when he consumes your beverage, you know. And or like, um, I suffer from like insert, you know, neurological concern here, and I am better like with you than without. And mm. and like we get heaps of these now weekly, and it's like holy shit, you go a bit giddy 
And half the, the consumer benefits are like therapeutic, so we can't even talk about them on any social channels because we get stung by the regulation body. And yeah. so, but we take it internally, and, and our investors know, and we know, and, and that helps us grow. And um, and yeah, so like, yeah, I, I, I am proud, but I'm not quite. Um, and neither is Zach. Like, satisfied. Where yeah, we are at. We we want to grow this to like. Um, oh, you know, having a massive global impact and we're at it for the long haul. I think it's just even though we think about ten years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Ten years, ten years, but we, we also say like this is just the beginning. We just yeah. moved into our new office for the first time. So now we're thinking like, okay, we're doing a company, let's mm. go. That's what from the outside looking in, it's almost like you've done like years of research, getting the product right, investing in the science, which very little, if any, obviously in your industry, there hasn't been any because you guys are the first of your yeah. kind. I think it's so important. I think it will come. And this idea, like you touched on before, being somewhat of a premium product around $7 a drink, which some people might balk at. But I think people are starting to wake up to realize that if you can take a product that isn't discounting your health, like an energy drink, we all know how much shit's in it. For you, lack of a better yeah, word, short term, short term benefit. Exactly, yeah. and that's why I think your product is so elite in the way that it has the short term benefit without discounting your health. It actually has short term benefit and long term benefit, which I mean, not many people can really argue against. Except for the only thing is the price, and it's like the amount of times that people like it just doesn't make sense. This idea of an extra three dollars to actually have something that's good in your body, I think makes complete sense. And I mean, just quickly on the shot thing with you and getting them into service stations, I think it's going to, I think that's like, will end up being the whole brand strategy. You think like, I don't know if you spent much time in America, but those five hour energies in every seven, oh, man, that's, yeah, everywhere. That's like a brand. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Exactly. It's huge. I could see the Arepa performance one being like, Hey, do you want like, you know what I mean? Your energy here and you're making your, brain stronger i'm gonna live longer like it's a very night and day product i would hate to know what's in a five-hour energy <laughs> good, good amount uh, of sugar color preservatives and caffeine absolutely B vitamins yeah but yeah plastic it, it, and sugar to plastic oh it sounds delicious <laughs> no it, it's really exciting i'm really pumped to see what the future holds for reaper and i'm really excited to yeah hope, continue to work with you guys and getting more people learning about the product because it's so I love the product and I know everyone who I sort of talk to and share with like, oh, that makes sense. It's crazy. And for me, obviously with this podcast, I'm very curious on ways to improve our mental health. And it's really cool to chat to you and get to know more about a reaper and get to share with the good humans audience for one, the great work you're doing, but also a product that I think will have a massive benefit to my audience and just to the greater community, like you should be so proud the work that you've done so far. But like you said, you're just warming up. It's been almost this work in the shadows, trying to make sure you've got something that is really going to change the world once it does hit this scale, scaled out to global market. Because like I said, I've been loving the product and I can't wait to do more. What's the future looking like for Reaper? What's the next 12 months and then moving forward looking like for you guys what's your dream where do you want to see a reaper whose hands do you want to see it in yeah well like our, our biggest focus right now is um it's just kind of i guess expanding and growing um in australia and, and creating more awareness in, in, in australia that we're kind of we're now available and we exist and try us out if you want and um 
and in parallel it's just uh, I guess the research so we've, we've got a um, uh, Dementia Australia have awarded the University of Wollongong something like $700,000 to um, study us in a kind of in a mild cognitive impairment human clinical study so that, that kicks off this year um, wow. this month actually and uh, so that's going to be really exciting but we kind of whatever happens there we, we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves to be this like you know baby boomer dementia drink like we want to also show people that um our drink can help you in your daily life under a like moment of pressure or stress or if you've you know just got something that you want to if you've got something wrong with your brain give us a shot because you never know what, what you expect and you know a lot of the time we're, we're showing really interesting results in people and um so it's really just Focusing on that, we, we launched into, uh, we've been in Coles for the past 12 months um, and across like more so the Eastern Seaboard. And then we launched into Woolworths and just servicing those two accounts along with the likes of, you know, Harris Farms and IGAs. That's so much work, especially for like a small New Zealand company, mm. like dealing with like you 25 million Aussies and like the scale and the enormity that like it is compared to us is like a big step up and, and yeah. kind of using Australia as like a, hopefully a stepping stone in order for us to gain the, the skills and capability to then launch into the US. Yeah. Um, and then we've been meeting some really awesome um, Australian food tech companies along the way too. We made it into the top 40 uh, recognised um, food techs globally and and we were in the kind of Australasian cohort and there were, there was other companies like um, Great Rap, like there are, it's like a Glad Rap company called The Great Rap or and they are, um, you know, B2Me's and, um, like there's some really interesting food tech coming out of Australia, which is super cool to see. And you guys are a lot more progressive than New Zealanders, um, in this world and like better for people, better for planet type products. Um, and so, yeah, it's just kind of stepping over to Australia. I was just in Sydney last week for the Naturally Good Expo, which was really cool. And, um, we've got, um, the sales team over there now and, and two. We've got the, the University of Wollongong study, and then we've got a PhD uh, underway at the um, um, at Swinburne University, uh, looking into like kind of adult ADHD improvements and a few other things. And so, just essentially building out our research and and collaboration work over there, where we're investigating, you know, um, interesting Australian ingredients that have got brain food benefits that we'd like to incorporate some of our products in the future and. And then just, yeah, meeting with, um, you know, these big um, accounts and, and looking at how we can kind of work together to build out this, this brain food category, as well as all the things you expect the kind of a brain drink to do, you know, in 2022 from, you know, sampling at, you know, cool yoga studios and, and hosting, um, you know, mental um, health workshops and, um, yeah, talking to amazing people like you. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. Uh, the journey and hopefully yeah, I can get involved and maybe do a mental health workshop at one and continue to use the product myself to be honest I think the line of work that I'm in from like I just said I had one of these before I did this podcast I've been taking them before all of my podcasts which has been just a good way to build that mental clarity and focus in a natural way like I used to drink quite a few energy drinks if I am honest and um, it is nice to have an alternative that I know is doing good for me so yeah I guess the next question before we wrap up is where can people find it in Oz you said Woolworths, Coles, Harris Farm 
Mm. Um, what was Cole Terrace Farms, Flannery's, um, Richie's, uh, all I have to ask our Aussie dudes, and then just, yeah, online, that drink, online. Uh, uh, um and yeah, otherwise just reach out to us, and, and we've got a store locator on our website, so you just click okay. and give your address, and it pops up with the stores around you that we're, we're available. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll leave in the show notes everything um, to the store locator and then also um, a link to the website if people want to find stuff. I might even try and sneak off you guys a cheeky discount code for the good humans listeners yeah, yeah, to try let's, out their yeah, first. Yeah, let's, let's do it. We'll jack up a good human code and, um, yeah, get, get your, your followers, followers into um, us at a, at a better rate to kick things off. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. Thing like, if we had budget, we would just give a drink out to everyone. No, no, no. I, I think after listening to this, everyone will appreciate the amount of time, effort, research that has gone into formulating this drink that's only really there to help people. So I'm sure people, like, you know what I mean? You're going to be happy to support people who are spending money to try and support you. And that's where I feel like my audience is very good that they're all supporting the journey that I'm on with trying to improve people's mental health through conversations just like this, through bringing light to amazing products like yours, and then also through my workshops and whatnot. So I think people will, yeah, hopefully resonate towards it. Click on the link in the um, show notes, grab one, just try it out, see what you think. It's like one of those ones I always say to people, be curious, give it a go. If it costs you a 100 bucks to get a couple of weeks worth and to try it out and see if you feel different. What have you got to lose? You might feel way better and be like, you know what? I'm taking this every day. And if not, you spend a hundred bucks on trying to improve your life. It's a pretty smart investment. If you ask me. Yeah. What's the, what's the cost of health, right? Especially exactly. it's like it's funny when you get sick and then you're like, you know, at that time when, you know, you're, or you've got like a stubbed toe or yeah, you've got like flu or whatever, COVID. And then when you're in that kind of hole at, the, at your worst of that ailment, you're like, oh my God, you know, what I would give to, you know, like, I, you don't appreciate when you, when you mm. actually are healthy. And, and so that's the other thing that we kind of say, it's like, you know, what's the cost of health? Exactly. Well, that's like with what I say, we have to maintain our health and that's with our mental health. For me, I always talk about this idea of 100%. try and meditate every day, try and do gratitude every day. I mean, it might not be every day, but something like your guys' mm. NeuroBerry or even the powder like or the capsules, try and add that into your weekly routine because you know you guys have done the like, you know what I mean? You guys have done the studies to prove that this is going to benefit your brain in the long term. So go and grab some, you know what I mean? It's like we know these things that are good for us, but we just have to take action in, in like incorporating them into our life. Mm. We're just happy that we're not as bad tasting as the wheatgrass shop, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, it is good. Yeah, for anyone who's listening, it's um, think, I mean, I'll use Ribena as an example, even though. A healthy the, Ribena. Yeah. It's a it's a healthy Ribena and it looks the same. So if anyone's looking for it in the shop, it's this little glass bottle that is purple. So very easy to pick up. But, man, it, it's been so nice getting to chat to you. It's so cool to be learning more about a reaper got some exciting news for the listeners to learn more about a partnership that good humans podcast does have coming up with you guys and we're incorporating some more info and some more stats into what you guys are doing and yeah bringing the brands together because obviously both of us are 
very passionate about improving people's lives and the brain is so tied into mental health and yeah we all need to take care of our brain but the last question i do finish every single good humans episode with is what does being a good human mean to angus brown acting with integrity Ooh, i love that that's that's been the shortest answer i've ever got for that question and i think that is bang on the money i really love that answer so thank you man Thanks so much for this chat. It's been incredible. I'm sure the listeners have got a lot to think about. I'm sure a lot of them are going to go and click that link in the bio, grab that little discount code and yeah, just try out a reaper. It's something that I, like I said, have been using for a little while and have really been seeing the benefits of. So man, thanks for sharing the story. I'm, I'm excited to watch your journey. I'm excited to watch a reaper grow and yeah, take over the world and hopefully start taking down some of those big energy drink brands that have bottomless budget pits and uh, just happily poisoning the rest of the population. We've, 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 we've had, we definitely are on the list of a few that have um, uh, come knocking and we even had uh, Coca-Cola because we supply, um, we actually sponsor a super rugby team and uh, we had Coca-Cola like, you know, pull out the legal card and say, because Powerade's the big sponsor for like, you know, national you know rugby. They went with some breach of their contract. And so we're getting on the big money lawyer like stuff happening at the moment, which is roughly. I was gonna ask that. You know it's probably if you know it's a good thing when you've got big brands coming after you. I mean, I'm sure I don't know what the vision with you guys is, but I'm sure someone's gonna try and just buy your brand after you very soon. Yeah, it's a, benefits, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a it's a premium problem. Um still a problem, but uh yeah, no, we don't want to buy it either. We we want to be like a family owned business and pass it down to Zach Bone Sack and I've got sons, um, you know, new, new kids and so we want to pass it down to our family. I think it's just make, make make a multi generation. Sounds like you all want to and it just sounds like you wanna make it always around that why. And if you got bought by someone else, there'll be cost cutting and whatnot going into place mm. that would maybe probably take away from your vision. But man, thanks again. I'm going to leave everything in the show notes. Um, okay, bro. Yeah. Have a great day. Cheers. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.